This is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. All music on this podcast is used for informational, educational, and fair use purposes only. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. rock. Gentlemen, how you doing this week? Wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, last episode, I, I it was brought to my attention that neither one of you showed any enthusiasm at the start of the show whatsoever. I asked you guys how you're doing, and Jerry says fantastic and jim's no. jim says <coughs> eh, okay yeah i said i said not well my, yeah. my mother-in-law just passed away so it was, uh, it's, been, oh, it's, it's been a rough time so. Yeah. so sorry to hear that but see frank since you create the podcast you'd know that i always say after you say and how you guys doing i always say wonderful yeah. Okay. I don't go, okay. Yeah, he said, he said, fantastic. And I don't want to step on Jim if he's, <laughs> I always worry when you say, how are we doing? I'm, I'm like, I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well is, is Jim going to say something first or do I? So, I want to go back. for you now because you jump on that wonderful thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. fantastic. Are you droopy? Yeah, hello, folks. <laughs> That's how you sounded last episode. Go that back. Makes- Check that out episode sad. 31. <laughs> hey, let's let Terrible. our listeners know um, this past week we had the honor of being guest on the Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme podcast. Yes. And um, I'm going to put Jeffrey the link to Sorry. their podcast yep. on the YouTube page here because I want all our listeners to check that out. Not not because we're on it, but because uh, Jeff and Soraya do a wonderful job with their podcast. Yeah. Hopefully we haven't burned that bridge. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? The hell. What I, what I really want to do is, <laughs> I want to come up with an album, and have them on, and kind of throw them for a loop a little bit. Let's pick a real good, heavy metal, hard rock album that all three of us can agree upon, and then later uh, on we'll have. Them but come they're. On. They're more Paisley-ish, so should, so should we hit that route? Or actually, no, the one we did for them was theirs. So I, okay, I concur. You yeah. understand what I'm where I'm going now? I got it now. Okay, now I yeah. think uh, I think you'd be hard pressed. I think you'd be hard pressed to stump Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy's that guy's uh, musical taste is kind of all over the he, map. He likes a lot of obscure stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, but but he does like a lot of mainstream music as well. So. Um, mm-hmm. That's something we'll have to get together offline and, and pick an album that we want to discuss. So, okay. well, I love I'd love to have him back on. They yeah, were yeah. Remember that first show where he dressed up like the blackout? Oh, that was uh, great with the forks in the eyes. Al- <laughs> yeah, by the Scorpions. Fantastic album cover. Yeah, love it. Fantastic. That was hey, hilarious. Hey, since they're probably not listening to this podcast, guys, uh, what did you really think of the album Love? Tell me. I liked it. I, I liked it very much. I loved it. You love love. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, yeah. I thought it was a great listen. And, it was. Uh, yeah. It, they don't. They just don't make records like that no. anymore. No, not even close. It was fantastic listening to it through the headphones because, like, all yes. the drums were in the left ear mm-hmm. and all the parts were in the right ear. And yeah. the vocals were kind of right down the middle. It was real. Yeah. Uh, 
know. It, that slant. album, it really grew. It was on very me. well recorded too. Yeah. It was very, very well recorded. Yeah. yeah. First, yeah, first couple listens were a little tough for me because it's not my style of music that I really would go after. But the yeah. more I played it, the more I appreciated it and learned yeah. to really love the Love album. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for our listeners, it, the the album is called Forever Changes, and uh, well, you should check it out. It's it, it's a very influential album that you, you don't really think of in, unless it's brought to your attention. Um, mm-hmm. I wanna I'm gonna send some links to some of my friends who are a little bit older than me. They should know this album, and I want to get their impression of it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, so. I have you guys had a chance to listen to the podcast that uh, they did? Uh, no. I got I got part way oh. in and it kept um, my phone kept shutting down, so I got to go back and listen to the rest of it. I was oh. like halfway yeah. halfway into the album, but uh, well, okay. I, I want to give my uh, you know a tip of the hat to Jeff for his editing skills because you know when the three of us get going, we're all over the place. Yeah, yes. and, uh, we have no idea where we're at. Hey, I don't no. anyway. He no. did a great job in in really bringing it all together, and uh, threw in some extra music that we didn't know was going to be in there. Also, so give it a listen. Some nice treats in there, and uh, I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as when he said, "What's in Jim's fridge?" I know that and, was funny. Yeah, <laughs> just we're all laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do I need to go grab something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, yeah, we definitely want to have them on the show later on, and uh, do I that. don't know. I don't know if you've. Uh, so I, I followed the link, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't remember what what their who's their hoster. It's like Podbean. Or Podbean, something. yes. Five thousand yeah. plus downloads of their show. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, strong. I thought yeah. he was still editing, guys. That's why I didn't. Oh no, it's up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's. No, it's there. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we don't have anything in Jim's fridge this week, but we do have a mail call and nice. uh, I want to go right back to episode 31 when Jerry presented city life. Mm-hmm. Oh. You guys were familiar with them? Well, right uh-huh. after the show, I liked the music so much that I ordered. Oh, their, yeah, that was great. Yep. I ordered their, uh, single. Oh, nice. So it shows up and these guys go all out, man. They sent me a patch for my jacket. Wow, yeah, so I'm, I can be in the gang, man. And if I, I want, to, can recruit one of you guys. I've got two of them. Nice. Then they. Well, I'll take one. Okay. Now I got a couple stickers. Nice, nice. Yeah. And and I got a sticker for you and and Jerry, so I'll make sure I get them to you. Awesome. I love, I love Dio de las Muertas. I love that. Dio de las Muertas. Some like stickers. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it. You know. But the the record itself is a forty five. I just dropped something else. Um, nice presentation. It's got a gatefold that has the credits oh. and lyrics. Sweet. And the actual record itself is uh, nice. It feels like it's like a hundred eighty gram forty five. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice and heavy. Nice. So that's City Life, and uh, I want to thank them for uh, thank getting you. this out to me so quickly because. Uh, Great little package. Looks uh, like it. Yep. So along with that, we will move on to what we have going on this week as far as music. And um, Jerry, why don't you tell us who you uh, 
who you want us to play? What, my, my pick this week of the awesome Sam Potter band? The Sam Potter band. Yes, Sam sir. Sam Potter. Um, um, he's got several EPs. Um, the one we're going to listen to tonight is kind of like a sport an- anthem type thing called Comeback Swinging. Um, he's got an EP um, for, called Walls from July of 18. He's got um, Back to Basics, April of 18, Sojourn from May of 2018, which is his. His final release was his former band, Monsoon Season. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, the Sam Potter Band is a rock band blending elements of pop rock, jazz, and hard rock with pop improv- improvisational sensibilities. Their music is tuneful enough to appeal to mainstream listeners like us with enough instrumental prowess to also appeal to musicians. Um, guitarist, vocalist, songwriter, you know what? When they do it all, guys. You know when I do it all. Uh, (laughs) Guitarist, vocalist, songwriter Sam Potter cuts his teeth with his original band, Monsoon, in the local music scene of Salt Lake City. And Monsoon Season released two EPs, and they were were at it for 10 years. Wow. Um, Sam Potter band forms in Portland, so he did a little traveling. Um, In 2019, and consists of Sam... Jeff Levine on bass, Byron Hall on drums, and Newt Snortum. <laughs> Guys, I swear. Newt, like Newt Rockney. Newt right. Snortum. Snortum. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over that. On keyboards. That's great. Uh, the band has played in a variety of rock and fusion groups throughout the Portland area, including the Brick House Band and Dialect- Dialectic Flowers. The Sam Potter Band is currently booking shows in the Pacific Northwest. I think he's got a gig on 5th of February. And he's available on Bandcap, iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services. Uh, their influence are Porcupine Tree, Government Mule, Humphreys mm-hmm. McGee, Rush, Dream Theater, Sting, and the Police. Wow. Um, Steely Dan, Voltol, and Tool. Um, the email at if you want to email Sam, it's samwestonpotter at gmail, and on the web at sampotterband.com. Uh, the cut Frank's going to play is Comeback Swinging. It's kind of like a sport anthem. It does have a big beat, and it does make you want to stomp your feet. But again, Sam Potter, Portland, Oregon. And this is Comeback Come Swinging. swinging.
right, that Sam Potter band with Mm-mm-mm. Comeback Swinging. I just want to say, when it first started, my initial reaction was, oh, here we go, Queen, you know, we are the champions and all that. <laughs> and it, Everybody thinks that, yeah, yeah. yeah it takes yeah. off to a whole other place. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, up-to-date production. I, I love the distorted vocals. So um, do I. I enjoyed yes. that. What'd you think, Jim? Yes. Uh, heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, very, uh, very modern sounding. A um, little outside my wheelhouse, actually. Um, but uh, once it gets going, I kind of, kind of like the groove of it. Cool. Yes. Yes. Very good. Sam Potter, Portland, Oregon, folks. Yes. Sam Potter, check him out. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of these bands that we've been presenting, when I see them on Bandcamp, they've got vinyl available. And uh, where are these people coming up with the money to make albums, man? It's not a cheap (laughs) endeavor. It's not a cheap endeavor. Wow. But suckers like me are going to buy a colored record, you know. Uh, uh, Right. Red (laughs) vinyl, white vinyl, green. I'm I'm in, Uh you know. So anyways, check out Sam Potter in Comeback Swinging. Yes, good stuff. All right. Well, this week, um, I've got a band from Boston. Boston? Boston. And Isn't uh, Aerosmith from there? Oh, we were just talking about them. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. These guys are a little younger and a little more in tune. Uh, it's called... <laughs> a perfect, Frank. <laughs> they're called The Heave Ho. <laughs> uh, great name. Yeah. I love it. Um, I love it. The Heave Ho, um, the name of the uh, EP, the song that I'm going to play, the EP is One Man's Trash, and the song is Drugs or Money. And it was released May 31st of last year, 2019. Um, We got Joe Sherino on drums, and time to butcher some names, Keith Schleicher on bass, his brother Mark Schleicher on guitar, and then Pete Valley is also on guitar and um these guys they just they, they're just a punk band they that when you when you're on band camp there's no last names I, I had to look them up on on facebook to try to get these a little more information on them uh when they sent me an email they just said hey just play our music you know and let the music speak for itself I like that yeah um, they're, they're former members of other bands, I guess, from the Boston area, area, uh, quarantine Americana, El Camino and Infernal Overdrive. So, uh, if those are some punk bands that some people may be familiar with, um, I'm not, but, uh, when these guys come together, they make some pretty good music. So I'm going to play a song called drugs or money.
All right. We'll cut that off there. That is Drugs or Money from the Heave Ho. What'd you think, Jerry? I loved it. Talk about heavy duty. That's heavy duty. I wouldn't classify and, that and, punk, though, huh? I wouldn't at all. That's To me, that's heavy duty. Fat drums. Hard rock. Just dirty guitar. Great lyrics. Great voice. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's rock and roll. Yep. I don't see that as punk at all. Hmm. But, you know. It is what it is. You turn it on, you like it, that's that. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, folks. What'd you think, Jim? Uh, not what I expected. Uh, when you said guys from punk rock bands, I expected something a little punkier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, heavy, uh, same thing. Very modern sounding, uh, mid-tempo rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, well-produced, mm-hmm. good sound. Yeah. Um, they've got another EP, which was released the day before this one. Go figure. That's called Kickback. So not a whole lot of information on um, on Bandcamp, but they do have a Facebook page. We'll put that link up there. You should check them out. Got a lot. Of, they play a lot of looks like a lot of live gigs. So a whole bunch of pictures of them on stage and everything. And uh, I didn't get too far into the uh, Facebook page before it's time to come on the air tonight. But check it out. I'm sure they've yeah. got a lot of good music on there. Mm-hmm. So that is nice. yeah. Oh. Heave ho. Heave ho. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. Well, Jim, rounding out the uh, evening on new music, what do you have? Okay, so I have a, another band out of Portland, Oregon also. A mm. uh, little different than what we heard before. Uh, these guys are called Breaker Breaker. And it's uh, Timmy Rocchetti on guitar and lead vocals, Brian Crace on bass and harmony vocals and Maddie Wiles on drums and backing vocals. Um, not the original lineup. They started in 2015 with a different bass player, different drummer and uh, released one LP in uh, 2017 called Wrecking Machine. And uh, end of 2019, they just released uh, their newest full length called Burn It Down. And uh, these guys, I, I'm excited about these guys. They, uh, this song just kicks. <laughs> the whole album just right. kicks hard. Right on, Jaime. Uh, so think, uh, think Motorhead, Priest, Thin Lizzy, ACDC, uh, with a little uh, little punk rock of uh, the helicopters, Turbo Negro, kind of thrown in for good measure. Um, these guys are evidently like the go-to guys for like uh, when touring bands come through. They they've opened for like L.A. Guns, Lita Ford, Y&T. Wow, nice. Um, so they they get the uh, <laughs> when the national bands come through. These are the guys they get to open up the shows. Uh, uh, anyway, so a uh, l- little little speedier, I think you'll find than uh, you two guys' picks. Right. So this song's called uh, Shame Shame. Here is Shame Shame.
Breaker Breaker with Shame oh. Shame. Hi, man. That's smoking hot there. Hey, that oh, is smoking hot. And uh, they, uh, when Timmy got back to me, he actually wanted me to play the opening song, but but it has like a has like kind of a long intro into it. And right. so uh, in the in the we only get like a one minute clip there, one and a half minute clip. So I wanted to go somewhere that was a little little tighter. I think that's about a three minute three minute thing but i, I love that yeah, it uh, has to be three minutes the now. vocal follows that scale <laughs> yes i love that that yeah. is bad i love that, that too man oh it's like gosh. a punch in the face is what oh. that is <laughs> yeah, that is some catchy stuff and that's one of those things if you try to sing it you'll screw your vocal cords up because you won't <laughs> no, no don't try it don't try it i'd be oh. driving and choking them you know trying no, to breathe you driving and listening yeah, yeah exactly but yeah. the whole the whole album is just that good. Very wow, nice. I mean that is a, that is heavy. That's that's nice. Wow, very good. Well, Oof. you know, it it was a progressive step tonight. You know, Sam Potter had a nice rocking uh-huh. thing. Yeah, the heave ho came heavy. on with a little yep. bit more, and then Breaker yep. Breaker closed the show down and tore oh, the place apart. Topped it, Jim. <laughs> very good, very good. I like that. And and they are available on uh, Bandcamp and other places as well, right? Uh, yes, uh, and vinyl vinyl available. I thought I saw a mm-hmm. red red uh, record on there. Red vinyl for that new one, yeah. Mm. When's Daddy get paid again? Because I got I need some vinyl. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, we're all, almost at the first of the month. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's sitting on my doorbell, guys, and I'm about to <laughs> blow it. <a nut. laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That'll be an outtake. Yep. But you know what time it is? What time? It's time to find out what floats your boat. Oh, cool. And, and this week we've got a submission from one Jacob Strong. <coughs> and uh, Jacob Strong. Sound familiar? Yeah. It does. Check it out. Hey, everybody out there in Conspiracy Land, this is Jacob Strong coming to you with What Floats My Boat. And what floats my boat is this Redondo Beats, Meet Redondo Beat. Uh, available on Dionysus Records. Um, this record is for fans of 60s-inspired music. Uh, it's got great songwriting, uh, melody, reverb-drenched guitars, uh, clean solo lines, nothing sounds overplayed or underplayed, but everything's right where it should be. Uh, the production's fantastic. Um, sounds a little more vintage, but never lo-fi or anything like that. Uh, my favorite tracks would be The Sweetest Sound, uh, My Baby Knows How to Have a Real Good Time, and Can't Wait Until Saturday Night. Um, you can find a couple of the tracks on YouTube uh, to get an idea of what this record sounds like. Uh, a little bit of information, it was all written by this guy named Roman Aul, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, he's a German guy. Um, but he speaks phenomenal English. I would have never, never guessed that he was German just from listening to the record. Um, I'm astounded that this guy produced an amazing piece of American-sounding rock and roll. Um, he announced that hopefully there's another record going to be coming out soon. Uh, he announced it, I think, a year and a half ago. So hopefully within the foreseeable future. But definitely check it out if if 60s music is your thing. Um there's something for everybody on here. All right. Have a good one. Man, that guy looks familiar. 
Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. Jay Strong. <laughs> Jay Strong. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Potential. Uh, yeah, that's my son. So. There's no denying that. No. Yeah, guitarist. Uh, guitarist with the Apaches. Who Check out have, the Apaches, folks. Who we the have. Apaches, right. too. They've got a they've got a new album coming out directly. By the way, I love it. Nice. I love so that. So shame, shameless, shameless promotion. No, that was good. awesome. No, that's. <laughs> yeah. uh, that Redondo Beat album actually uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, every song on there is just so well written. It's well produced and. Uh, well, definitely. Did, uh, thank you. Check Jacob. that out. Yes, thank you very much. And if any of our listeners want to share what floats your boat and what you're listening to at the moment, send us an email at jfjshow at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Messenger. Do a little one or two minute video. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, yes, we would. Yeah. What floats your boat, folks, on what Conspiracy floats. Land? What floats your boat? There you go. We've had, uh, yeah. we've had three of those so far, and every one has yep. been really good. Yeah. 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 Love yeah. listening to those things. All right. Well, you know what? Now it's right. It's time to discuss the classic album of the week of the episode. Frank's pick. My pick. And I, I think it's a pretty solid album, guys. I mean, I I, I don't want to my shoulder hurts a little bit from patting myself on the back, but um, I, I'm surprised they're both not broken at your age. Yeah. <laughs> right, Jaime? Terrible. <laughs> Yeah, this album. Uh, I know. I know a thing or two about broken arms. Yes, so. he does. Oh, yeah. oh well, yeah, but it's not from patting yourself. It's from no. bicycling. Yeah. Well, this album Actually, came Frank, out. Yeah, yeah. When you first picked it, Frank, I thought, mm-hmm. ah. But really? on the re-listen, on the re-listen, well, because when you first thought, I go, yeah, there's one or two. But on the re-listen, mm-hmm. great pick, Frank. Yeah. Great pick. Uh, great re- pick. Released March 14th, 1980, our mm. uh, junior year. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it reached. 51 on the billboard 200 here that didn't get real high i was uh i was surprised it got that high yeah yeah i I would be too on hindsight yeah yeah it was good but you know right well it was the beginning of the second wave of the british invasion of rock bands of course new wave of british heavy metal yeah right and you know what's funny is is of course def leppard and iron maiden were, were hitting that charge they were the main right you had a lot of bands that had been around for an awful long time who finally started getting noticed here in the United States. Motorhead, Saxon, and a lot yeah. of these older bands kind of rode their coattails. And um, I don't think any of them made the, got to the success of Def Leppard or Iron Maiden. Oh, no. There were a bunch of teenagers, too, when this came out. Well, a bunch of kids. It shows because I don't even think Joe Elliott's balls have dropped yet on this album. No, no. Yeah. I think he had one or two chin hairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they they are teenagers, and it shows. And he, was, he was the oldest Rick, one of the bunch. Yeah. I was going to say, especially Rick Allen. He's like fifteen or sixteen yeah. when he joined the band. So, drummer yeah. extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. And we've discussed him and in, in, in his issues later on. But I, yeah. I don't want to get in too much about other albums of Def Leppard's no, and where, no. where we fall off. Solamente yeah. this one. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's stick yeah, with this. Yeah, we one. fall off, folks, after about the third one. Yeah, um, this for me, this and High and Dry are my two favorite albums of of Def Leppard's. Um, yeah. You know that that's that's where my I, because they were guitar oriented, they weren't overproduced. You know, mm-hmm. this is why I liked them. Uh, the singles yeah. were Wasted, Hello America, and Rock Brigade. 
And I always, I never liked the vocals that much of Rock Brigade because it's, like I said, Joe Elliott's voice is cracking all over the place. Uh, yep. I wonder how many takes they did just to get this particular take that they decided to put on vinyl because it's harsh. You know, it, it is raw for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, and shout out to Greg L., mm-hmm. my dairy workmate. When this, we heard this, I, I'm almost positive we heard this at the same time and we both just went, ooh. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. And I know I bought the album the next day or a couple days after. So All right. keep rocking, Greg L. Well, you side, know who you are. Side one, we have Rock Brigade, Hello America, Sorrow is a Woman, It Could Be You, Satellite, and When the Walls Come Tumbling Down. Should we give that a listen? Absolutely. Yes. All right, that's side one of On Through the Night from Def Leppard. 
I'd say that's a pretty solid start for a debut album for a Absolutely. bunch of teenagers. Yep, from Sheffield, England, folks. Sheffield, England. Um, right. Colonel Tom Allum was the one who uh, produced this album. Pretty straightforward production, not a lot of uh, yeah. bells and whistles. No, sounds no surprises, like they, yep. They plugged into some Marshall amps, it sounds like, and, and turned it up and played. Uh, maybe Laney's, I don't know, but um, Hello America has a synthesizer on it. And mm-hmm. that's you can hear that in the background, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's credited to a guy named Chris Hughes uh on the album. And um when the walls come tumbling down, there's uh the beginning of the song, there's a, a speech, if you will, you know. And I guess initially when they first did their first demos, Joe Elliott did the uh speech and they, they scratched it and they got a guy named Dave Cousins to to do it instead. Which uh, yeah sounds pretty regal. I, I thought yeah I have yeah I was gonna say I have ballad intro with a story, mm-hmm. great baseline, great solo. I thought it was Joe Elliott, Joe Elliott speaking. Yeah. I didn't know they switched it out. So yeah. maybe his accent was too heavy. Could be at that time, yeah. or yeah. his voice wasn't deep enough. You know, at, or was it yeah at that Hi, time? <laughs> we like we like Hello. to tell you about our story. <laughs> but uh, if you could pick a song. Off that first side, Jim, uh, what would be a weak link to you? Uh, the weak link to me is Sorrow is a Woman. Okay. Um, you know, you you made the the thing about, you know, jo- Joe sounds like he's struggling a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of throughout the album. Uh, there's a... The lyrics are a little clunky in that song yeah. to me. Well, it makes you wonder because they were a little overly ambitious. The yeah. Melody, I thought. Well, you had a bunch of teenagers writing the record. I mean, there, there weren't any outside writers credited. What the heck do they know? Uh, yeah. They uh, haven't lived life yet. <laughs> so. No, but gee, I mean, it was, and I can remember hearing the album as a, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Vieira actually turned me on to right. Def Leppard. And, uh, and I, I can remember sitting and listening to it and just thinking like, I can't believe these guys are like my age. Right. Yeah. Writing songs is great. Bring but, it I mean, bring it to me, they were, they were well-schooled in taking what they were listening to mm-hmm. and taking those influence and aping it a little bit. Right. You know, I mean, you could, you could hear to me, definite influences, <laughs> definite, definite influences from Thin Lizzy and UFO right. and uh, even T-Rex and Queen and, I got a lot of the bass lines and the riffs were straight lifted from UFO because that was the really? exact. This you know, whole album to me, I, I almost next to every song. Sorry to interrupt Frank, but great bass line, great bass yes. line, great solo, great mm-hmm. bass line. Uh, yeah. Great, Sorry. great tone. Sorry. On yes. I mean, uh, I, I can remember. I like them like that. that. High trebly. Yeah. I love the, I love the bass on this album. Right. I like that. I like that high trebly bass. What about oh, and I like, um, you know, I come from that Pete Way school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be intricate yep. to be great. No. No. No, Rick Savage, he had it going on, though. Oh. Jerry, did you have a song that you thought was might be the weak link? I, I had two of them. But one, you know, when it's weak, I go, eh. Right. So I had one satellite, I put, eh, but great solo. Mm-hmm. And then, but to me, the the major, eh, was the when the walls came tumbling down. Even though I have great bass line, great solo, ballad intro with the story. But that's my major flaw on that album. Huh? And, and it's not 
uh, yeah, it's not hideous. It's right. just that that first side brings it, just mm-hmm. brings it. And all I ke- you keep thinking, these are kids. These are kids from yeah. Sheffield, England. <laughs> wow. And the solos that you got solos, great rhythm and solo work. Yeah. Great bass lines in almost every song. Just right. you hear Rick Savage doing his thing in the background. But yeah, that's my that's my eh was when the walls come came tumbling down. Yeah, I can't true. I can't say that without thinking of John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking about bringing it. Let's let's talk about side oh. two. Okay. Oh. Starts off with wasted, and then we have rocks off, and it don't matter. Answer to the master, and then the uh, seven and a half minute overture. <laughs> Luckily for Jim, we're only going to play. I was going to say thirty seconds of it. <laughs> That's over twice his limit. <laughs> yes. Here we go. All right, that's side two of On Through the Night. Uh-huh. Um, we're, Overture definitely has some Thin Lizzy tastings there. Oh, yeah. Starts, you see start the twin guitars, acoustic. like you say, and the... Uh, I love it. This, 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 the story itself that it tells. Um, they, they did, like I said, for a bunch of teenagers, they, they did a pretty good debut album. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Pete Willis, Pete Willis and Steve Clark exchanging rhythm lead. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
this album is a treat. It is. It's a treat. It, it's one of those, like I say, when oh. I go out and I mow the lawn or whatever, I put the headphones on. Uh, like I say, I, I don't feel there's a clunker that, oh, I'm going to pass on this one. I'm gonna pa-. Nope. Like I say, may not love one as much as another song, but they're all tolerable. <laughs> Even, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when the walls come tumbling down. Okay, I'll listen yeah. to it. May not be my favorite. Yeah, but I'll oh, listen yeah. To it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, side two, man, it it, it rocks. It, there's just uh, wasted way to start off an album, uh, a side, and then uh, rocks off. Just probably on that on side two, that's my favorite song, probably. But to to me, to interrupt you, Frank, mm-hmm. rocks off that intro is to me. It's Leonard Skinner. I mm-hmm. know a little. Yeah, could be. Straight up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're definitely influenced right. by everything around them. That's for sure. And kids. Um, that's what I love about it. Just Overall, <laughs> the album, I, I think uh, Rock Brigade probably is my favorite song, only because that was the first song that I heard when I put the album on, and it, it stuck. Mm. Um, yeah. It resonated the most with me. So, uh, on the whole album, Jim, do you have a, a favorite tune? Oh, man. Uh, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one. You know, this album, uh, it was... It held up much better than I thought. Mm-hmm. It w- when I put it on, I didn't expect it to be as great as it Same was. Here. And hearing it again, it was just like, yeah, I remember. I remember why I loved this album so much. Yes, I mean, yes, as a kid. Right. Um, pick one. Uh, maybe Hello America. Right. Yeah. But I love. I love that intro and wasted and. Uh, Rock gets rocks off. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little tough. It's a little tough to pick one. Right, Jerry. Hello, America for sure. Okay, that's the one I heard at work. That's yeah. the one that just that, that that's you know where they they just come in voices and chorus and then that that intro with just oh just yeah. hideous guitars and drums and Hello, America for sure. That's why I bought the album. I don't believe I heard Rock Brigade first. I think it was Hello America I heard first, went straight out and bought the album. And then, of course, you hear Rock Brigade and all the other hits, oh, you know, great tunes. But, yeah, throughout this album, I've got great, great bass line, great solos, uh, very well recorded. It's, you know, and what got me after so many years is, you know, these are kids. Uh-huh. Who's the, the oldest one couldn't have been 21? Not. 22, maybe. <laughs> and it's a, it's a... For a debut, folks, in Conspiracy Land, this is a great debut. Yeah. Def Leppard, On Through the Night. Great uh, not, pick, uh, Great Not pick. overproduced. Not at all. Nope. That's like, what I'm production's like a yep. Production's like a freight train going through, yep. you know, and yep. it just, it's almost to me like, uh, you know, Tom Allen just threw him in the studio and said, do do what you do. Right. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and kind of let them do their thing. It's not, uh, it's, it's not Mutt Lang. No. No. And this is, Again, don't want to get into the older, the newer albums. This is why I like this album so much. It sounds oh, like they plugged great. in and they played and got yeah, to it. Very, very raw yep. compared to yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, other later stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh yeah. Hey, well, everything sounds real, and there's there's not a lot of electronics, and overdubs and uh, right. fake stuff going on. Nope. So, no. Well, very anyways, simple. that is Def Leppard on through the night, guys. Good album, good deal. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having us revisit that. Yeah. Great, it was, uh, great job, Frank. Great yeah. job, great revisit. That's awesome. Absolutely. Now, now moving forward, um, 
what we're going to do for the next three episodes is Jim's got the next pick, then Jerry, and then myself will come back to me. Um, we're going to pick soundtracks. It could be whatever you want. Um, what I want you guys to understand is I, I was hoping you keep it down to a single album, not a double album, if possible. Uh, Jim picked Exile on Main Street. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> hopefully it's a soundtrack that uh, is accessible so that I can get the music so we can play a little bit of it. And uh, we'll go from there. But before we get your album, Jim, okay, I want to I want to float something at you guys. Okay. Later on, after we've done our soundtracks, I want to take a trip back to 1981, all three of us. And the reason I say that is this album, this Def Leppard album, kind of got the juices flowing. And so yeah. when I started researching 1981, and was looking at all the great albums that came out that year. We that, were so spoiled, guys. That's all the, the year all we the graduated high school. Okay. So what I want you to do between now and the next three episodes is find your high school graduation photo. Okay. <laughs> I want a side-by-side of oh, you now boy. and you in high school. And I want you to pick an album that was most influential to you. And we'll do one episode and you can pick one song mm. or two songs that we'll play little tidbits of here and there. But I want to do an episode just on 1981. What do you okay. think? Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. it. All right. I like it. Hardest yeah. part is going to be for you finding your photos, but uh, hardest part exactly. for me is going to be finding my hair. Now, you too, Jim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's move on to your pick, your soundtrack for the next episode. What do you got for us? Okay. So my soundtrack, side one of this, uh, this band was known for uh very short sets so they would be contracted to do one hour they'd play like 30 minutes and the argument was well they played an hour's worth of music in 30 minutes <laughs> that's fast there we go rock and roll high school i just knew it i oh, knew it rock 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 rock, uh, and roll, rock high school. and roll high school very good love that good album yeah oh, great that. movie yeah, very good. That movie, yeah. that movie uh, turned me on to the Ramones. I was ah. on TV. I think it was on, on there. So oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh! Uh, I yeah, that's how far in high school, and that yeah. and that came on. You just went on. Yep. On. Yeah. That was it. One yep. And uh, rock and roll high school was on late one night, and I watched it. And I was all like, and I had probably, oh, um, <laughs> and I'd probably heard sedated at that point, right? But um, I saw those guys, and uh, they, they're live from, I think, the Roxy in the movie or something like mm. that. And I was I was hooked. I was like, these guys are genius. Oh, yeah. Everything's that. And they just went from one song into the next. There was nothing, yeah. you know. Oh, song would stop. One, two, three, no four. No downtime, yeah. Next one. And it was just like, and uh, and the songs were just That's great. <laughs> speed yes. and just uh, nutty. But what's nice is, is great pick. Yeah, I've got that soundtrack, so I don't have to buy anything. That's great. I'm a little worried about Jerry. I'm a little worried about no, Jerry. No, well, I've got their greatest hits, so I can easily switch over to a soundtrack. Yeah, no problem there. No problem uh, there. Yeah. I will see when, when you 
what, what you picked, Jerry. When, because... I'm going to blow your guys' minds when I pick mine. Because yeah, you remember last show, folks, when they said soundtracks, I'm like, huh? I didn't, I didn't know that, all that came to my, All that came to me was uh, Jaws. Uh, <laughs> close not a, not a rock and roll kind. soundtrack. No. No, no, but I now that the juices are flowing, I got me a groovy soundtrack. Cool. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, folks. Good yes. deal. That's that's pretty good. I um like I said, the soundtrack that I have for you guys is um y- you will know every single song the second it's like if we play name that tune, you guys will know from the first chord or the first drum beat on every song. No, no if ands, or buts about it. I'm yeah. interested to find out what it is. I might have an idea, though, Jaime. I might have, I'll text you guys after the show. I think I have, I'll, I'll put out two shots. I bet you one of them's it. Yeah, I guarantee I'm, think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, well before, before we came on air, we were going to have Jim pick my soundtrack or try to guess. And my very first idea before I came up with the one that I'm going to use Jim actually nailed it right on the head. And it was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was just sure that was it. Yeah. Oh, that's and, right. And that that's was right. that was on the on the docket. And then I, I had changed up and I found one that had just I knew you guys would appreciate it. It had more rock and roll songs on it. Mm. Because mm. Rocky Horror's got some it's show tunes. Little eclectic, yeah, little eclectic, yeah. yeah. So it's and I, tough, but... I didn't want to play touch a touch touch me on, on our podcast, you know. So. <laughs> Not, Damn it, not Janet. T- yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not touching that one. There no. you go. <laughs> it's just a step to the left. There you go. Um, hey, folks, follow us on Twitter at ConspiracyJFJ. Uh, we're on Facebook, JFJ Conspiracy. We're on Instagram, JFJ Conspiracy. We're on, as you know, right here on YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. What's wrong with you? Here, uh, yeah. I don't on, understand folks. how... Uh, you can tell me you like this show, you love listening to it, but you haven't subscribed. You're not proving your love. Prove that love. You and folks, to see how good Frank edits, I cussed during the recording of this show. Oh, I'm leaving that in. I, I did my little, <laughs> well, could you, yeah. I, I, Boy, I did I'm you. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's just like my little other outtake from the, you know. <laughs> well, that one will never see the light of day because, yeah, when you cuss, you cuss big. Man. Well, no, I don't. Go big or go home. Yep. I don't. St- I don't string them together, folks. I just have my one word and it pops out. And then about three seconds later, I was like, "Oh, sorry, yes. sorry." <laughs> that was too funny. Sorry, right, sorry, guys. That just. I'm sorry. Besides yeah. your Tourette's, Jerry, do you have anything you want to share? Uh, no. Damn it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but folks out, JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, keep rocking, folks. We love you very much. Uh, thanks for all the input. Uh, email us with, uh, you know, or message us with, uh, you know, what floats your boat. Anything, music, throw it, throw it out there. Give us a couple minutes of what floats your boat. But mostly keep rocking, folks. Great. Jim, how about you? Smash that like button. Yeah. Once you find us, smash the like button. There you go. Join us. Comment. Let us know what your uh, let us know what floats your boat. And uh, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to next episode with uh, Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Yes. Yeah. Good soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. All I right. Well, yep. Jim, if there's nothing else, you want to take us on home. Shop is closed.
There's everybody. <laughs> we did this. We did this. So that was our biggest concern was if we could get through to everybody, oh, get everybody like on the working. line. <laughs> so far, so, so good. far, so good. Are we supposed to be? Are we supposed to be audio only? Because I hit the video. Uh, oh, well, I hit the video too. We're gonna only record audio, but it'll be nice right. to see you. It'll be nice to see you guys. It'll be nice to see you guys. Yeah. And as usual, like on our show, guys, I'm the little dinky square. <laughs> Don't worry, well, bro. On mine, you're a big old square. Yeah. yeah. You're a square, all right. Well, you're a square, baby. L7. <laughs> okay, okay, Jerry, you may be square, but are you dinky? <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave, we'll leave that one. Let's leave that one alone. Yeah.